right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And man, I couldn't be happier about our guest today. Kevin, I'm telling you, man, we're going to get one of these in the shop this year. This is going to be the year that we, me and you, my friend, conquer some of this technology that's out there and available. Because I'm telling you, man, the guy that we have on today, Sterling Backus, he's a friend of mine. He has revolutionized 3D printing, the automobile, the just the... The goal. You know how everything needs an objective standard? He set the bar so high, so tall, that it's just it's mind-bending what he's been able to accomplish. Um, so we'll bring him into the fold in just a second. But y- you know 3D printing, man. It, for, for car guys and car enthusiasts and shop owners, this is something you should truly pay attention to. Because from the Ring Brothers, who we talked to out of SEMA, who now have interior guys that will show up months before the interior is is ready or needed to be in the car, they'll scan it, right? And all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. they'll go back and lay in these massive panels. They'll 3D print them, and they'll cover them with leather, whatever the appropriate, you know, fancy cover is, and it's just pop-in pieces when they get the car. They They can do interiors now in a weekend where it used to take months. And this is just tip of the iceberg type stuff that's going on for those shops that are getting on this early. And it's something that we need to focus on in our show. Uh, And trust me, the guy we have on today, he is a scholar in the world of 3D printing. So I'm excited, man. This is great technology for car guys. It's pretty cool because, you know, all the big companies, you know, the OEs, whatever, you name it, they're all all looking at it in different levels, right? Uh, Because you've got your plastics and then you've got your metals, right? And there's a lot of different things you can do once you're printing metal. Now, obviously different Mm -hmm. costs and price points, build windows, so how big a part can you make? But a lot of times we think about build windows and we think about making little widgets, little parts. Uh, But, you know, Sterling here, he's building cars. So there's definitely (laughs) some techniques there that we want to kind of dive into to understand, like, how do you get from a little build window to how do you get to a full-on car? And, you know, you just can't print the whole thing. It doesn't give you a class A, you know, paintable surface. So 
What do you do there? And then different materials have different strengths to them. So there's a lot of kind of, you know, things to really consider, but he's kind of putting it all together, creating an, a recipe, just like Willie talked about for interiors, to make things, big things, exciting things, really cool things happen. Yeah, and on top of it, man, to see the the technology grow and to see how Sterling has really utilized networking, um, his son's ambition, his uh, his cool sort of father point scale. Like if you're a dad and your son says, Dad, can we build a Lamborghini? Most dads are going to shrug it off and be like, oh, that's hogwash, son. You don't need to build a Lamborghini. Get out of here with them hopes and dreams. Are you talking about printing a Lamborghini? Uh, yeah. You're not talking about printing a Lamborghini. Yeah, this man did it. Lamborghini yes. noted it. Lamborghini kind of helped him out with it. Uh, gave him some inspiration. Uh, and really, it's become a story on its own. And now he's got new projects. So, Sterling, welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Always just great having you on. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Um, I, I love chatting with you guys about these projects. Um, I don't get to do it enough. Well, we all have jobs and that kind of really keeps us from doing a lot of cool stuff. But, you know, when I, I just looked at your uh, pictures of that Aventador, because we had you on a while back and uh, you were, you know, midstream, you were really cranking away on it. But man, it looks like a legit, you guys got to check it out online. Uh, hopefully we get some pictures here on our YouTube. And uh, you can't tell it's not a Lamborghini. It doesn't look like some crappy little kit car. It's not all crude and rough. It has every little feature that you would think of uh, that you would expect on a real full legit Lamborghini that you go buy. Yeah, I mean, that was the goal was to, you know, at least from five feet away that you wouldn't be able to tell that it wasn't real. Um, it's got a lot of real parts on it. You know, Lamborghini helped out with the project and they donated some parts to the project. So it's got some legit parts to it. And uh, so it kind of throws you off. Well, the, the dream behind it is the real deal. The, the dream and, and the how it came about. So just to catch everybody up real fast, um, your son saw it on TV, came to you and asked you if we could build this car. What was your thought process? We were, we were actually playing Forza. Okay, all right. We were playing Forza, and we'd always get in the Lamborghini Aventador, and it was our favorite car, both of us. Um, and that's when he quipped to me, you know, hey, could we build one of those? And I was looking for a new project, so <laughs> I said, yes. Yeah, start small, right? <laughs> right. Tippy toe in, you know, Reachable feel goals. the water. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not one to tippy toe. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, and what he's been able to do, what he's learned himself. I bet we, we got to take a break now. But when Sterling comes back, he'll walk us through maybe some of the evolution of 3D printing. He was in the game really, really early. The 3D printing has gotten much better. I'm sure the way you're bonding things have gotten uh, much more streamlined. So kind of walk us through maybe some of the evolution that you're experiencing in this technology, Sterling. Uh, some of the cool ins and outs. And in the second segment, we got to reveal your new project. And this project is insane. I saw pictures and my knees got weak. Only other things they've been able to do that is my wife. And she's Hispanic, so that answers that question. <laughs> All right, so, look, it's the Two Guys Garage podcast. We'll be back in just a minute. My man Sterling, he's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We're back after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have Sterling Backus on. Sterling is just a 3D printing guru, man. In his regular 9 to 5 job, you know, he's breaking down, you know, uh, protons and neutrons, doing weird science stuff. I don't know what the guy does. He's got a business card I can't even read. Um, But in his off time, this guy is really just elbows deep in all things car related, but he does it in such a cool, unique way. He, He got inspired when his son asked him if he could build a Lamborghini and do so via 3D printing. And you were the first I heard of when you when you first called me. So you guys know I do a radio show. Sterling first called me years ago, and he's like, I'm 3D printing a Lamborghini. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, and I couldn't believe when I saw it, he brought it out to my car show and, and really just amazed at what he was able to create and build. So I've watched this car evolve and really the dream and and what this thing's turned into is just amazing so props on that bro but you got to see and witness some real technology and growth in just the 3d printing world alone since you've been on it and at it so early and so you know so quick yeah it's it's been an amazing journey um and i appreciate you having us out uh to show off the car because I've made a lot of connections and uh, other people who are doing the same and I've been learning from them and they've been learning from me and it's just it's just been an awesome community um, and being able to introduce this technology into the automotive world of you know builders like myself who do it in our garage you know with me <laughs> nobody else <laughs> maybe occasionally I get the family to come and help but uh yeah, I'm kind of a one-man band. Um, so so that's really helped out a lot. So tell us what you're working with. Um, you said you, uh, I think in the break, you have two printers. So what's the background on those two printers? What what are they capable of doing? What materials? And, and, and you know, what's, what's the starting point for then turning that into a car? Sure. So I have a, a sponsor for my YouTube channel called Creality. They're a 3D printing company, and they obviously heard... Um, you know, through these various uh, media uh, shows uh, about what we were doing and really wanted to help and contribute to the process. And so they've donated two printers uh, that I can uh, do various materials on. And these printers are three times faster than the printers I started with. So that's how... much creality is that what you said creality yeah they're they're out of hong kong um but they make some really great products and um they sent me a scanner and two printers and not only that the at-risk high school that i uh do a class for on science they donated uh, a bunch of printers and scanners to them as well um to so that they can start an additive manufacturing class and they're also doing it on cars so very cool yeah so it's it's just been great it seems such such a great fit when you're thinking what we need in the automotive industry what guys 
the build cars on weekends in their own garage, what we're always looking for, what we're always needing and the ability to have, to be able to go over to scan something, 3D print it, man, that has got to be such a such a helpful device to have uh, and such a helpful tool to utilize in your garage and on your car build. Yeah, it's it's been invaluable. Um, uh, when I... I would always thought about maybe getting a scanner and stuff like that. And when they sent me one, I was like, what was I doing without one of these? So, you know, yeah. Tell us, um, like from the build side, how big a build envelope, you know, how, how big a box, how big a part can you make? And then how quick can you scan? How quick can you scan and print one out now? So I can scan and print one out in a matter of minutes. Um, the printing obviously takes, so you could walk up to a, you could walk up to a, any given Lamborghini right. part, scan the thing in, and have yourself yes, printed sir. one. Yeah. It, it, wow. it, it's in very, minutes. very fast. And that also means you can iterate a lot, right? So you can change the file and put your own spin on it, and then you can iterate. Now, obviously, the printer takes a while, takes a few hours to, to print. And it used to take 24 hours, but now these printers have gotten so fast. And you asked about the print volume. The print volume on these is basically a foot cubed, right? It's not, I get that question all the time. Is your printer as large as a room or something? And I'm like, no, I don't have a large format printer. I print small sections on my printer and then glue them all together. And, and you can see that in some of the pictures. I just say, is it tongue and, tongue and groove? Do you glue it? How do you... How do you hear the? I butt I butt join it. Oh, okay. Wow. And like, and there and there's a reason for that. The reason that I do it that way is it's quick, it's easy, it saves a lot of time, and eventually I'm going to cover the panel in carbon fiber, so that that's where the strength is going to come from. Okay. okay. So you're making the shape. Yep. So you're you're yeah. printing like what two millimeter thick or something? Five millimeter. Oh, five, five millimeter. millimeter. Okay. So yeah. you're putting some. Mm-hmm. Some decent Some structure material, on with yeah. the plastic, but not necessarily to hit a shopping cart going into the store, you know, like. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, you, you could print something like this, do the tongue and groove and do the various ways of joining it and then bodywork it and paint it and you have a panel. There's materials that you can print with that will uh, survive out, outdoors and in the sun even. What, what, have you seen a big evolutionary shift in these materials? Like at first it had to be just a, you know, like a, like a look like a fishing line of plastic, right? Like a little cord, like a, something you put in your weed whacker. Yeah. Well, my kid has the little pin, you know, it's a little pin that he can squirt out a little, you know, and squiggle oh, himself. Yeah, 3D pen. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny. not building cool. a car with that, <laughs> <laughs> but he's having fun. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's still the same. Uh, Willie, it's still fishing line, wow. as you put it, um, but the materials are different. So we can now print things like uh, ABS polycarbonate, uh, uh, I guess you would call that uh, probably, uh, what's the word for it? It would be an alloy of two plastics, thermoplastic. Yeah, but you're getting like the ABS in there, right? You're getting something significant. I, I, do, I do primarily ASA which is a UV stable form of ABS. Um, and just in case, you know, it, it uh, has some exposure to the sun. Uh, but uh, in general, yeah, you can print, print some pretty tough stuff these days. So walk us through what was the toughest part for you to accomplish 
on your Lamborghini, what was the the sort of you know? I imagine when you first started three D printing and put panels together, there was a process you had, and that process changed as the evolution and technology changed, uh, so that the end of it, you're doing things much more efficiently and faster, right? I like to think so. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I mean. I, I think I told you this a while back, but uh, the first rear bumper I printed for the Lamborghini, when I put it in the vacuum bag to do the carbon fiber, I crushed it <laughs> because I didn't have all the voids and everything out of it. And it just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's a learning curve to, to all of this uh, stuff. And I learned a lot about the 3D printing from YouTube University. Uh, my buddy, Joel Telling, who's a goes by the moniker of the 3D printing nerd, I lose. I, I learned most of my 3D printing techniques from him. And so, again, the community comes back into it. Well, you mentioned put it in a vacuum. Why do you have to do that or explain what you were doing at the time? So, again, I cover all of my 3D prints, especially on the outside in carbon fiber. And there's a few ways you can do that. But what I was doing at the time was I was doing what's called vacuum infusion. So I'd cover the part in three layers of carbon fiber on either side. I'd put it in a vacuum bag. The vacuum would cause the atmospheric pressure to push down and crush the carbon fiber into the part and just make it all very, very tight. And then you'd infuse epoxy in there. And when it comes out of the bag, it's really, really strong. Um, and it's because it, it forces all of the carbon uh, fibers together in that matrix. So it's kind of a light it's kind of a light version of what they do in the right, auto industry. Right. You're just using kind of common technique to go along with your printed shapes. So instead right. of a foam yeah. core so, for a composite race car or something like that, you've got your printed plastic. Right. Yeah. Now, how do you get yeah. your alignment? And, right. Because if you think about a you know a thousand little one foot panels and you're gluing them together i could imagine trying to do something you know flat like the side of a door or a fender and you know you look like you're getting them all nice and straight but they kind of look like an accordion at some point and that does happen um so those are uh some of the things i had i've had to overcome getting these new printers has helped a lot because i get a lot less warpage than I used to when I was doing the Lamborghini. Um, so the panels fit together better. So as the technology progresses, you, you see uh, higher quality uh, coming out of these uh, uh, panels that you're gluing together. Okay, yeah, and then like you said, there's probably some techniques, you know, it doesn't have to be tongue and groove, but different joining features to get things to line up, uh, whatever, straighter, yeah, if you have a butt joint like this and you clamp it along the butt joint, as long as it's kind of a flat there, they tend to uh, self-orient and and uh, register to one another. And that's actually worked pretty well. Yeah. So where you put your parting line. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so you don't want to do your parting line on a curve because you wouldn't necessarily be able to get, you know, this so much. But, yeah, if you could get it on a yeah. flat... That's where you risk. That's where you risk distortion. Okay. That's correct. Well, what other kind of, you know, tricks and things have you learned along, along those lines, like types of adhesives to use and how not to get it to squeeze out, and then now you got to clean all that up later, or does it matter? 
Yeah, you have to you have to clean it all up later anyway. Um, so what I do is I take the panel after it's done, I'll sand it down, give it a nice key, and then I will uh, use uh, what we call Dura Glass, which is just some uh, body filler mm-hmm. with glass fibers in it. You can also use kitty hair. Kitty hair uh, been used that since I was fifteen. And you just put a, <laughs> yeah, it's a technical name, guys. There you go. You just skin the. You just skin it with that. <laughs> it is called kitty hair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you just skin it with that. You sand it down, make it nice and smooth. Yeah, then yeah. you put the carbon fiber. <laughs> yeah. The cats hate it. Well, then okay. Now you got these panels. All right, but you got to mount them. So. How do you do those types of features? Kevin, that's, that's, that's a perfect segue because that is one of the biggest issues. How do you mount panels? And um, with our new project, I have it, I'm, I'm in heaven because um, I don't have to make every single bracket to mount the panels. So when I make a bracket, I use panel bond. Uh, to mount the bracket to the part and then bolt it to the frame. And okay. that is a tedious, long process. Wow. And to get all of those all those things aligned on the Lamborghini, I imagine just the logistics. You move a part here, well, it moves it up here too, and now you got to align this, but you can't tight, loosen this up. You got to – like I imagine that becomes – Wow, uh, a big job. Yeah, and on the Lamborghini, it's it's uh, really difficult because of the doors. The doors are probably the most difficult part of the car. The doors on the Aventador, so classical flagship Lamborghinis, the doors are scissor doors. They go up. They go straight up, right? So Murcielago, Diablo, Countach, right. they all go straight up. The Aventador, they go up and out. And so they come out at a 30-degree angle. And so you have to get all of that alignment and all of the mm. everything fitting and to get the doors to close properly. And so if there's any word of advice I'd give to people who are doing and this, look right. do your doors mm. first. Okay. Especially if they're butterfly or scissor doors. Okay. Because, you know, you if go. you were to cheat it and just did a normal opening sideways door... That have been the first get a giveaway, you know. Like somebody's like, "Oh wow, Lamborghini, this is cool. Check it out. I'm five feet away. I can't tell the difference." And all of a sudden, you just kind of slop the door sideways, and they go, "Oh man, you had me." But you get a door scissoring yeah. up and down. People are like, "Man, is that a real Lamborghini?" <laughs> right. That's right. where the drama is, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the wow factor. But when we get back, we got to take a break now. When we get back, there's another bigger wow factor. Sterling, it wasn't enough for him to build a Lamborghini and, uh, you know, pour, put every little piece and component part, put all that together. He's got a new project. And let me tell you, this new project is wild. He started a little bit different. This project is moving fast as balls, man. It's crazy. I saw pictures of it the other day. and I'm like, wait, it's already at that point. What is it? Why is it? Oh, man, you're going to get those answers in just a minute. Definitely want to stick around for that. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. And we're back after the break. 
It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have this crazy guy unnamed Sterling. Sterling Backus. This man 3D printed a Lamborghini. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not lying. Here today, you're going to meet a guy who 3D printed a Lamborghini. You didn't think it was possible. I didn't either. But I've actually seen it, watched it move, set in it. It's an unbelievable car. He's got another project you wouldn't believe. Like... You know the objective standard is set so high when the first entry-level car is a Lamborghini. Wait till you find out what the second car is. But I got another question. I I don't know. A Dodge Charger? That's about the only thing I can think of. But but (laughs) we're not getting into brand warfare. Um, Let's let's talk about normal Joes getting into it, Sterling. So I'm looking at getting into this. I want to use it for my shop. I think it would be great for, you know, on the set, Two Guys Garage. We need little brackets and braces and mounted things. It's really the sky's the limit when you have one of these and what you can build and create and, you know, mold plastic into. Give us an entry-level price. What what are these machines? You, you're talking about printers. I'm thinking these things are thousands of dollars. I'm thinking a scanner's thousands of dollars. Am I off? Give me a little insight as to what it costs, you know, ordinary Joes to get into this 3D printing game. Well, in the grand scheme of, uh, you know, being a car guy and what we pay for a lot of our car parts, it's pretty low. It's, you know, a, a good, uh, solid printer, you're going to probably spend about $900. $900. Bucks. 900 that's, I was thinking 9000 bucks. I thought Whoa. it was like, you know? I thought it was like 3500 to 4000 Like, I thought it was a few thousand. And that gets you a nice enclosed printer that can do... Not just, you know, the standard, you know, knick-knack type of plastics yeah. like uh, PLA, but it can do ABS, it can do ASA, it can do polycarbonate, nylon, uh, the alloy of ABS and polycarbonate. Wow, that's some legit material right there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And that's for 900 bucks. 900 bucks. And that's a one by one by one right. cube, right? It's a one, one foot cube. You're not going to get a lot of volume for that. But you can print sections like I do. Yeah. I mean, if you did a whole car with that, then that that says a lot, right? You just got to do a little <laughs> yeah, bit more gluing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. So I can <laughs> do a little more gluing for 900 bucks. The dream wow. is free, but the hustle and glue is sold separately. <laughs> right. Well, uh, see, then you... Well, not only that, I get my, I get my glue at uh, Lowe's. Well, you know, man. It's just a- ABS glue. Oh, nice. wow. Okay. Well, you mentioned earlier that one of the big step ups that you kind of, you know, came into recently that you you kicked yourself for not doing earlier was the scanner. And and I've got friends that have had scanners uh, years ago, and and maybe these are like top of the line automotive grade or whatever. But you know, fives, tens, twenty thousand dollars when you go back in time for really really high quality scanners. So that's got me a little bit nervous. So for your scanner to do what you're doing, what does that kind of cost? So the one I have, I think, is between three and four hundred dollars. It's a Creality Scan Ferret, so it's it's pretty low entry, and you're probably your first thought is, yeah, that's gonna work. <laughs> but um, when I first started using it, I was completely blown away, completely blown away. Wow. I didn't have to spray bucks. it with some fancy material in order to scan it, and I have to put little dots on it everywhere. You don't have to put stickers on no, it or anything. I just scanned it right in my kitchen, and boom, I had a car part. 
I, I do I need to use your kitchen to scan if I bought one of those too? Is there something special going on in there? <laughs> Kevin, you're always special welcome. lighting. Always welcome. <laughs> Is there He's a cold one in the fridge? Kitchen. There's a few. Then I, I will come over and scan some parts. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. So really, a nine a nine hundred dollars printer, a three to four hundred dollars scanner, and you're Not in the mix. You're doing mm-hmm. what you're doing, and some glue. Don't forget the glue at Home Depot. Wow. Right. Now, right. you do have to learn some CAD software. So, Oh, okay. All right. Walk us through, walk us through that. You're going to have to learn how to use CAD or 3D software. Um, Autodesk uh, makes uh, a software package called Fusion 360, which I believe is free. Everybody's throwing that around these days. Yeah. If you don't have a business, I've heard, yeah. Right. And they also make another program called Mesh Mixer, which is very powerful and uh, can really help you kind of form, take your point cloud that you get from the scanner and really kind of clean it up and get it into the right uh, uh, situation before you put it into CAD. So the Fusion 360, I've heard if it's not for business, it's free. Now this mesh mixer, is that what it's called? Mesh mixer is also free. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, so the DIY dude is in this thing for less right. than a decent welder. Exactly. And, you know, there is a learning curve to these programs, obviously, but... Well, there's a learning they're... curve to welding. I mean, but yeah, we're all exactly. out there trying, yeah. you know? <laughs> and you go to YouTube University, and there'll be tons of people to just walk you right through it. That's, that's kind of amazing, man. All right, so not bad on the price. We've got to know... You got this crazy project. When I first heard that you were diving into this, I was like, he just got, he just got the finishing touch on the Lamborghini. This man is not, no, there's no quit in him. He's, he's going to do this. And I thought it was going to be another, you know, another project that takes you a couple years, man, because Kevin and I both know it takes us several years to build a car. But here you are a couple months into this build and I see pictures. I know what it is. Send it, send it I to know me. what it is. It's not a Volkswagen VW bug. Well, it's if it's if you know if it's something bigger than an Aventador, it's got to be the space shuttle. <laughs> you know, like what else could you do? You know, listen, listen to what he's building and look, look at the pictures, man. This is gonna blow you away. So go ahead, man. Pull the right, you, pull you the curtain off of, of this next one. You just texted me. All right, we're gonna show it on the screen too. What are you building, Sterling? All right, so. Um, after having some uh, conversations back and forth with my uh, buddy Dario, um, we're both looking to do new builds. And I am looking to do a new build because of my sponsor, Creality, in order to showcase their products, right? Because I was basically done with the Aventador. So how am I yeah, going to showcase it? I need a new project. <laughs> um, I've always been a fan of McLaren's. Yeah. So who hasn't? I I went and I bought a McLaren 600 LT, which is a long tail tub from uh, AZ Cycle Parts down in Arizona for twenty five hundred dollars. Is this the picture that Willie sent me right here? This thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? You bought a McLaren what? Tub. It's just a carbon fiber. It's basically the main cabin for the McLaren. And okay. it's just this carbon fiber tub. And I'll tell you, if you're not looking at our YouTube and you can't see this thing, there ain't a lot left. 
It's no, it, it has was, been. It was wasted. Yes, it was completely wasted. Like, is there really anything yeah. on this thing that's usable? I see, uh, like just half a the rocker. Passenger quarter panel was usable. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the car. Wow. And I cut the roof off because I wanted a convertible. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. That's one way to solve that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so you, you think you can kind of put this back together in some? Look at that. There you, you go. You already are putting this back together. <laughs> I've what? basically finished all the uh, exterior panels for the car, and this has been less than three months. No way. Yeah, that man. I started this the project. is insane. No way. So. How? What? So I see these lines. Now you can see the lines in the photos. You, you kind of look kind of how I tackled widening my fenders for the first time. You know, um, I would cut those lines straight down in it. I would bring it out a little bit. I would tack it up uh, with a clip here. Another piece, and I'd cut it like so, and I would move the panel out. So I got this this hip shape. And on on, on this car right back here, you know, um, I kept playing with that and doing that until I thought it, it, it worked out right, you know, that the hips were wide enough. How do you do it with that? So like, on there, there's, there, this is, this is a great uh, example is that uh, you can print a panel. It takes me about three days to print an entire panel, whether it's a fender, a hood, a front fascia, it maybe takes four days. Um, if I don't like it, I print another one or I change something and I print it again. That is the beauty of this technology is the rapid prototyping and way that you can go, hmm, does it fit? Does it work right? Does it look okay? And then if it doesn't, it, you know, you're out maybe a hundred bucks in plastic. Hmm. Insane. Wow. Insane. All right. Now, but at the same time, man, you're put together like that thing looks like a McLaren now. It didn't when you saw the tub, you had to guess what it was. But I mean, it looks like a McLaren now. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like it's a crazy. 600 LT. And you're still doing <laughs> like three layers of carbon on the inside and the outside. I'm gonna change it up a little bit this time. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take. I have a ton of carbon fiber scraps, and so what I'm gonna do this time is I'm gonna do a wet layup process. Uh, instead of the infusion process. The infusion process, I wasn't probably the best at it, and so I That's had tricky. a lot of pockets and whatnot yeah, on the yeah. Aventador that I had to fix. So with the wet layup, what you do is you cover the part in epoxy, wait till it gets tacky, and then you stick the um, carbon fiber to it. Then you put it in a vacuum bag and push it down mm. into the epoxy. Then you put another epoxy layer on the top of it, and that gives you actually a nice panel. I've done that a few with a few of the Aventador trim pieces, and then they are strong, and they they look great. And I could leave them bare carbon. Um, I couldn't do that with the Aventador. Part. So you're just doing two layers on the outside. You're doing the inside too. Or? So I do kind of a patchwork of layers on the inside. Okay. You know, overlapping different patches, yeah. running different directions, and then on the outside, I'll do a be basically a beauty layer, which is just a single sheet of carbon fiber. Hmm. Man. Wow. Is carbon fiber expensive? It, it really isn't. It's maybe thirty dollars a yard. So. All right, that's, that's know, doable. It, uh, a yard will do a single panel. So. so how much carbon fiber 
will be in this um, McLaren, do you think, as far as total dollars? 5,000? 10,000? In just carbon fiber? Mm -hmm. Um, As far as what I'm doing, it's probably going to be... I would say a few hundred bucks, maybe three or four hundred dollars. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thirty dollars a panel. You know. God. That ain't bad, man. So. <laughs> like. Um, I'm just scratching my head over here. Yeah. It's crazy. You can build a McLaren, and and do so in a way that is crazy affordable, crazy creative, and yet. Look at what you're doing, teaching and showing. You're basically the instructor. You're you're the first man. You know, uh, it, it's wild to watch this unfold and for us to wrap our heads around because we've not been in this game. But as a person that's kind of setting the bar and and making the trend occur and happen, wow, is it cool to see? And thanks for being such a pioneer in this, man. You got to ask me about the powertrain. Well, I was going to ask you. Like, ask me about the powertrain. Powertrain, suspension, I know the powertrain. right? All that stuff. <laughs> there's, there's only one powertrain that's going to work work that McLaren like it needs to get worked. Tell everybody what the powertrain is, man. It's uh, from a C8 Corvette. Oh, <laughs> 2023. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. Eight-speed transmission and an LT2. Wow. Damn. It's already in. That's nasty. No kidding. That is nasty. This guy's man. not playing around. Now it's it's interesting because. Right, we're talking about wrapping our head around it. And I'm sure you could just go to pick up a rock and start throwing rocks at this process. You know, like, oh, it's plastic this or that. But the man has, like, granted, you know, I think on your Aventador was like a tube chassis, right? LS tube chassis. So it's, you know, it's a, a kit car of sorts. But whatever, put that in your mind for a minute, right? That's not what he's trying to do. He's building the outside of a car. Think about building that in any way you want and try to do it faster, right there's a lot of labor still he's got to glue all those parts together and lay up stuff but think about making molds and plugs and shape you know like how else would you make a body of a car any faster and more durable than that i i can't think of it right i I put all my rocks i picked up a few and i put them i put them right back down again i i can't throw one you know like and he's not trying to print an engine right it's so much more affordable and forgiving than metalworking you know? Yeah. It, it truly is. I, I messed up on this thing a couple times, and it took days and weeks for me to repair one mess up. You know? Oh, man. I, I got that panel too hard. It warped. I got to do this and that. Here, you just print another one. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, so you got a hot rod. Maybe you want a custom hood, you know, with a scoop or whatever. And, man, you scan one in. You, you know, you print out. You lay it up like that. And next thing you know, you got a one-off. You know, like. Yeah, I put a McLaren P1 hood on this project. Yeah. Just because I like the P1 hood. That's amazing. Think about trying to do that in metal. I mean, I got my English wheel right over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, man. My hammer, and I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to just roll that out to the curb because, you know, <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, man. Of course, I'm working on the wrong era of cars over here. I got yeah. a bunch of rusty metal. <laughs> you know, he's right, got some right. almost brand new, cool, composite stuff over there, but. Wow. Oh, wow. All right, man. We got to change our tune and do it quick. Uh, all right, Sterling, where do people follow this project? Where would you like for us to send uh, viewers, followers? How can they check in and see what you're doing? Yeah, the best place is uh, Laser Sterling, all one word on YouTube. That's my moniker. Um, and that's the best way to get a hold of me, message me, email me, uh, whatever. If you uh, want to ask questions about the project, 
You can also support the project on Patreon and Subscribestar, uh, just like go, most YouTubers. All right, brother. Dude, right, uh, love what right, you're uh, doing. Uh, Keep it up. Always awesome to speak with you and catch up with you. Um, I can't wait to talk again an honor. on the radio show, man. Uh, it's just amazing. All right, speaking of shows, make sure you check out our show where we're going to have 3D printers on at some point this year. <laughs> just just watch. Uh, it's on. It, it might be Sterling's <laughs> borrowed for like one hour. <laughs> yeah, but we're definitely going to have fun. Uh, it's on the Motor Trend Network. Take your local listings. We're also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is our streaming format. Great way to find us. Uh, thanks to our guest, Sterling Backus. Find him online, Laser Sterling, on YouTube. That's YouTube channel, all social media, Laser Sterling. Uh, and just follow what this man is creating, building, and how he's setting the bar. Well, we're going to be watching the textbooks years from now. You can watch live right there in person. Um, so, yeah, man. Thanks to our producer, Scoop, executive producer, Bob Becker. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B for the Two Guys Garage podcast. Yeah, don't forget to check out our website, too, at twoguysgarage.com. We're everywhere on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. This Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyrighted. 2024, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. So how long, Kev? How long? Well. Ask me how long what? I, I, I got to start working. Huh? How long, how long before you oh, have one? How long until you're going to be? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How long exactly. before you have one? <laughs> because... Cause that, man, dude, that, that's, I'm grinding over here. You yeah, know? you and me both. You and me both. That's amazing, man. Sterling, keep up the great work. We love it. And uh, if we have questions, uh, we definitely reach out to you, man. It's just awesome catching up. Can't wait to talk to you again soon, all right? Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Good to see you again, Kevin. Thanks, Sterling. And hope you guys enjoyed this one. We'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.